for a long time, I was running my jazz that's, bass. Yeah, that's what you were doing. Just right. off the uh, neck pickup. Yeah, I didn't even have a bridge pickup for a long time. Which is, I mean, which is why I tell you, you're right. It is, it is pretty much where a quote unquote neck would jazz bass every- pickup would be. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm which is, like, yeah, it's more like a body pickup. So what are we? It's doing? It's like a waist pickup, pelvis pickup. Why is it neck and bridge? Why isn't it like neck and crotch? It's <clears throat> a good question. They should compare it more. To I'm like gonna start calling it the body. crotch pickup. I like it. Dick pick. <laughs> it's the dick pick, dude. Beer buds. Did you say beer buds? Maybe. <laughs> Beer Buds Podcast. Uh, there could be, there could definitely be a podcast called that has to Beer exist. Buds. That has to exist. Gear Buds Podcast Episode One Hundred Ninety Seven. One Hundred Ninety Seven. I don't know. I really like that number a lot. It's such an odd number. I bet it's even a prime number. Ninety-seven. One hundred ninety-seven. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you some pri- sort of prime number expert? I am. Wow. Okay. Name, name another. I'll just tell you if it is or isn't. <laughs> Three. Yes. Correct. Okay. Well, th- that's been our episode of Math Buds. And 197. We're actually going to yes. get into Gear Buds podcast in the Symphony of Corrections. And here's your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. And uh, we're thankful for you. Both of us. We love you. Thank you. We love each other. We love doing this podcast. Follow us on the stuff. Subscribe on the stuff. Email us at the stuff. Gearbudspodcast at gmail.com. Talk to us. We'll talk to you back. And uh, I'm just going to get into it, Dave. I've, this is as long as I've been able to hold out. Been able to hold out. What do you got? I, I bought something. Yeah, you did. But I don't know if I want to say what it is yet. I mean. Because I don't have it yet. You know, it's almost like it's not real until it's here. I think you can talk about it. I don't want to yet. Okay. I kind of want to tease folks. It's your but call. We'll just say that we, we've we talked about, Brett, I mean, they come up every episode in one form or another. What? The looser description of the thing I bought. You know, oh, it's a this. The big but surprise? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's not yeah. a big surprise. Right, no. Uh, so, yeah, that's I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I'm just like looking at pictures of them and. I will say it's a beautiful color. I, yeah, I can't wait to see it in person. I'm, excited. I'm happy to see you in person. You Me know? too, man. Just want to say you look great in, oh, in person. I don't know. Thanks, Dave. And uh, what else we got? No rare feet this week that I could find. They're extra rare, medium rare. Yeah, I feel like I sent you a a screenshot of a instrument last week, but yeah, it had disgusting feet in it. But yeah, great. Love, it was love, love, love a gross gross foot pick. But uh, I do have a rare find of the week. And you sent it to me, my friend, my bud. That is a 1968 Gretsch White Falcon custom ordered one-off. That thing was wild. Story goes, man, gentleman by the name of Bill Hagner was the production manager uh, in the 60s. And he would sometimes make a custom deal. And this is one of those. Some, and in fact, according to this, you can find guitars out there that where I would normally say Gretchen headstock from that era. It actually says Hagner because he would just put his own own name on the headstock. That's but badass. you do weird stuff to these guitars, and this White Falcon fits that bill because it's got a number of weird things. Do you remember, Dave? Do you remember any of the weird 
stuff about it. No, I just thought it was interesting. And when I see a Gretsch white anything, I send it over to you because I know it's going to be rare. You do. It has, first of all, uh, it's got a Bigsby, which that's not normal for those, which didn't, and it doesn't have the tuning fork, the weird thing that Gretsch has had. And uh, it also uh, didn't have any of the mutes or F holes. So it was a completely F holeless top on this white Falcon. Solid. Like solid a, body or like a Lucille style. No, it was still a semi hollow guitar, right. but it didn't have the big F holes. No F holes. Uh, gold binding. It's gold sparkle binding on it, which looks it, the fan. pictures weren't that great, honestly, but the guitar looks freaking awesome. And I'm just realizing right now that I didn't even bother to get the price on this thing. It was like 70 grand, I think, or something crazy. No, like it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Was it that much? much? I want to hold on. I want to, I'm going to edit here and actually I want to look that up because yeah. Uh, all right uh, the guitar he's 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 saying that it's close to mint i don't know there's like some of the bindings kind of which happened crumbly yeah. oh of course uh, probably I'll, I'll needs be, a, a neck reset let's be honest uh it does what is this it said something about the the neck on here i don't yeah, know but do. the i'm just gonna get into it the neck itself has shark tooth almost like rickenbacker rickenbacker inlays inlays i like that on the only the i think it was up to the 12th or either the 12th or the 15th it was weird it was no i think it was just up to the 12 and then it was dots it was that's weird not my favorite and then do you remember did you notice the headstock no the headstock i mean he kind of says it in the in the listing but it's definitely not a gretch headstock or you know the silhouette right it's mm, i might i might I might liken it to Gumby. Oh, it was, like, it was like wonky and like oh yeah, asymmetrical. Wonky is 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 a word for it. It, was, it had this yeah. It was still three on a side, but it had some asymmetry. Was it reshaped or is that like factory? Or I think it would have just you know been because he had access to making guitars from blanks. He just it was before it was even cut down to shape. It looked def- I don't I, yeah. I think it was bigger than a standard uh, Gretsch headstock would be. But of course, I have not been able to schwang on this now how much would you pay for something like that how much would i pay or how much do i already know how much (laughs) it costs how much would you pay and then i'll guess how much it's (laughs) i've got you figured out oh yeah i want to also mention it has you should check it out it has a a custom original pick guard too this sort of like sharp shape i don't know i don't know how to describe it uh it's crazy very very clean original case candy David, how much would you pay? I already know what it costs, my friend. Okay, because I, I would. I mean, it's probably. I don't know. It might be worth what they're asking. I don't know, but also, uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily pay what it's worth. They're asking ten grand. It is twenty four thousand listed. Twenty four thousand dollars. Yeah, that that's I I think oh, I definitely knew it would be a, a, well over ten thousand for that's a lot. that kind of guitar and the rarity of it. This is dude. It's so it's so ugly. The headstock is very ugly. <laughs> it's not cool. I gotta see I this Gumby very, headstock and yeah. pointy pickguard. Yeah, yeah, and, and no and no f holes. You'll you won't be able to unsee it. That'll kind of throw you off. I do like the the Bigsby, of course. You know, we all know that's that's lovely. Uh, I think it's time for a little gear jail. Who's who's going in? You know, who's going in, Dave? Are they on gear trial? We, actually, I have two things that we're taking them. I, I, you're the you're the judge, judge um, and execution and jury. Yeah, and I've actually got two two submissions for, for gear jail. Order, order. <laughs> uh, 
first is actually you brought it up already before we were even on the old microphones here is something i sent you earlier today or yesterday i don't remember yeah. about was it it was musician's friend and their return policy was it musician's friend what was the issue with the three levels of no yeah you sent me that from a forum yeah i know but it was that was it originally about musician's friend yeah and they were selling like it was like an it was on sale or something yeah so they i I, again i I was just trying to confirm i couldn't remember the retailer either way this guy dude bought freaking used guitar on musician's friend dot cam and it was like I said, used, and so you know, I got. It turns out, musician's friend has what they have determined are three levels of used: one, two, and three. And Just this strange. was a level three. And uh, supposedly, this gentleman, according to his post, had previously bought level three used guitars, and they were they're what you would expect. You know, they're a used guitar from musician's friend, a little banged up. Yeah, but nothing, nothing wild. Right. Until this this recent purchase. Was it a Les Paul? I can't even remember what kind yeah, of guitar it was. It was a Gibson for sure. And he bought it and it came, again, level three used. And it had a repaired, broken headstock. <laughs> yeah. Completely snapped and repaired. Which, which you know, I'm not discriminating against broken headstock guitars. No, I have, I, I have some. So I bought one and I did one myself. But if you didn't know you were getting one and you got one, you're going to be a little... little little mad if that was not disclosed in the it wasn't photographed and all that oh of course you're going back it's not just a used guitar you're go, it's because uh, there i again we both like we we both enjoy a used broken headstock yeah. gibson you know that's in fact probably most of them are that way because that's take, just i'll the, take the a design. good deal yeah but the, you nailed it you get a much better deal on that than you would on what would musician's friend would just be selling as a used yes. guitar with a couple so of nicks neither of us would be Happy with what we paid for for that that price for that guitar. I never knew this knowing. was a thing that they sold. I had no idea. With three levels of uh, never heard any of this until I, I sent. I read that post immediately. Sent it to you. I guess stay away from the level three guitars. Is really kind of the thing, right? Or but that's the, I guess the dude said he had bought level threes before. Love trees, and they they did them fine. Happy happy parts must of have slipped through the cracks, man. That I don't. Is, know, it's wild. Yeah, that is weird. Okay, so what do you think? Do they does musicians friend? Do they go to gear jail? Uh, I would put on gear probation for that. Oh wait, we didn't, we, didn't really, we didn't really finish the story. The thing is that they he tried to return it. Oh okay. And then musicians friend was like, nah. The the salesperson was like, no, like that's like part of the level three program, no. and uh, you know, it's that's just like. That's just normal and no, no, no. NBD, bro. At the end of the day, did they give him his money back or not? Eventually, it got escalated. The next person was like, "Oh yeah, of course we, of course we would take that back. Let me do that immediately." Okay, so they ultimately did okay, but it, it was probably a long term thing. I'm gonna put on gear probation for this one. <laughs> gear probes, gear probes, and I think they'll learn the lesson. Okay, because wouldn't you sell that? There's got to be another level of like salvage instrument or something, right? Kind of like when you buy a car. It's like you said. It doesn't matter what you call it. If you're buying a guitar, a guitar with a broken headstock, yeah. and it's and it's a very clear, you know, there's a repair. It looks like a fine repair, but you can you can see sure. it. You know, that it you would disclose a, that a player's grade level instrument at that point, and and clearly disclosed 
repaired broken headstock. Yeah. I'm surprised they they weren't immediately story. just like. Yeah, well, because I know why. Because the person works on commission, and they sold a you know probably I don't even know two thousand dollar maybe used guitar. Right. They want that commission, son. Damn, dude. Priorities at the company level are not aligned with the the, the goals of being a consumer. All right, another submission for Gear Jail. Let's go. I watched another video. This is actually like half symphony, half symphony of corrections. That is half gear jail for me. Maybe. I don't know. You decide. Uh, I watched another Korg. We talked about those new tech pedals last week, right? Where you like build them yourself and they've got the new tubes in them and uh, they do cool stuff. They didn't have, they even had those fancy tone doors where you could uh, access the mini pots easily from the front of the pedal which is in uh, something they should sell on their own just every pedal needs to have this from now on uh, well i gotta tell you my friend dave i was like because i was i was kind of gassing on it a little bit and in, in some of my free time since between <laughs> a few days ago and today <laughs> i watched a, another video or two on those pedals and uh i've got to be honest with you i watched the, another one about this the distortion box Okay. I don't remember which what what, the, what their names were, but it was there was one that was sort of more like oh valve tube tube amp kind of thing, and the other one was like this is like a kind of weird distortion. It oh it sounded quite bad. I have to I I don't like the the I don't want to shit on any products ever, but the, these demos that we I have heard to do our we have to do our honest diligence. Not man. I mean not wonderful. So I I almost you're have submitting to wonder, this for Gear Court though. I. What happened? Did I did I let the team down by thinking that it was cool and talking about it in a positive way, and then later, you know, misleading the, the potential gear world, frankly, sure. with our reach and audience, tons of listeners. Well, we do, we've got we've got some high listeners. We've got some of you. Yeah, they probably all went out and bought it. What what is wrong? It's with not it? even available for sale yet. It just sounds. It sounds like remember I had that pedal, the Game Changer Plasma pedal. I'm a big fan of that brand, by the way. Game Changer or Korg? Game Changer. Both. Game Changer or Game Changers. It's right there in the name. They uh, they made that plasma pedal, and it was really cool looking, and it had the 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 lightning inside it. The lightning ball, yeah. 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 A bubble with the lightning. <laughs> that would be awesome. I want to build a pedal in one of those. That's Isn't it something amazing. like that? It, just, it had a li- an actual tube of plasma inside uh, the pedal, okay. and it would run your the fucking signal through it, and it would, that's how you got your distortion. <laughs> do I imagine and it looked awesome. I know, but dude, I want that's a brilliant idea. I want a you pedal on my could, pedal board that you could touch with. Exactly, like, I know, I know exactly. I'm yeah. picturing it right now. One of those with like a, a black base that has knobs on the front of it, and you pl- fucking plug into it, and it's a distortion imagine pedal. Imagine with that. that ex- I can imagine getting with that when I fucking do it because I'm fucking. Gonna gonna build it right now. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, do you, do I go to Gear Jail? Who's at fault here? I guess this is more like this is yeah. You're like the gear detective here because is it is it? Korg? I'm the gear. I'm the gear dick. Did I not do enough research? Is it Cork from making look a weird weird sound of pedal? It just it's just like it kind of sounds yeah. It sounds like uh, it sounds like it's sort of broken kind of. It's like not. It's a really? weird. It's not. I don't know. It's. Did you listen to it last week before we talked about it? Yeah, I watched one video and, and I was like, "This it. is kind of this is okay. I can see it, but it wasn't like a very in depth." I blame the video exploration, and it had both pedals in the video, so I was mm. like, "Oh, like they that that, that like does a thing, okay? Yeah. Gets wild, but like when it was, yeah, no, I didn't really like it. Sort of. Out I of mean, context. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna blame the video. I think you're not in gear jail, and they are on gear probation as well. 
until we figure out until we get to the bottom of this. I'm a free man. You're free. I can cross. You're free state, to go. I can cross gear state lines. You can. We're taking this really far. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that, Judge Dave. Uh, let's keep this show on the road. Oh, how <laughs> I don't know if this we can. I feel like we could submit everything for gear, gear jail. And we're is about there to, more? We've got a couple JHS things to talk about today. Actually, I can't wait because one of them them is something that you sent me. That's a few weeks ago. Now. A few weeks ago, and we're going to talk about that later. But this other one is something that I came across from December, end of the end of December, which you know must have got lost in the in the Christmas the mix, <laughs> the wintry mix we're driving <laughs> in right now. Uh, so the JHS show, it's a very popular YouTube uh, show that he does on his YouTube channel. There, JHS pedals that Josh Scott man, and he does this JHS. What is it called? I lost it. Right. Oh, right. So uh, he does this show, JHS show, and on it, he whenever he's dem- demoing pedals, mm. he's always demoed it through the. Uh, it's a Milkman sound, but like JHS custom quote loud is more good amp, and it kind of looks sort of like Princetony. It's like simple, and it but it says loud is more good on it, yeah. and it's pretty. It's you I, know, it's neat looking. I'm pretty yeah, sure they even beautiful. sell the, the that amp, and that's how they've always demoed everything they like put it on camera and you know plug pedals into it or whatever it turns out that uh they were they were revealed in december 2022 that for the last year even though they've had the amp on screen they've been actually demoing everything with a kemper what for a year wait they're falsifying their demos in a new episode of the jhs show titled how the kemper replaced my amp he revealed that he'd been using a Kemper for all of the series' tones since, actually, since September of 2021. And uh, nobody noticed. Everyone was like, oh, it sounds, sounds, everything sounds dope as shit. Hell yeah. Straight to gear jail, dude. Straight to, we're, we, were, we, we left gear jail and you're bringing them back. All right. No, happened? yeah, now we're bringing up gear jail. All right. That's terrible, man. Why do you think that's terrible? Well, because Kempers are awesome, but you have to equate the fact that it's a digital signal, and it's not the actual sound. It's not micing up an amp. It's not micing an amp. Now, I will say this. You know, when you talk about micing amps for doing demos, you got to talk about the amp, the interface. There's a lot of chain that it goes through, right, mm-hmm. that could affect the sound. To say that the Kemper is equal to that, though, is still, like, it's a little weird, right? I know they're good. I know they're great. I, and I, it's so weird because I'm honestly, I mean, I've done a lot of I've done, I was doing it today when you walked in. I've done a lot of playing with the Kemper and I've also done a lot of playing tube amps and recording them. Wow. This is interesting. And Would you say this is a legit comparison? Then? Well, the, if nobody notices, then what does it matter? So, yeah, it's 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 legit. Like, I mean, if because the Kemper you're modeling when you're taking that profile, you're using the, that whole same recording setup that you talked about with a microphone and an amplifier it, a and chain, an interface right? and you know maybe whatever you have in between the interface right. and, the, and the microphone, any preamps and compressors, whatever that all gets captured as part of the profile. So I don't know when you're when you're then plugging in a, a, another pedal out in front of that. It's kind of, it, to me, it's kind of seems like the same thing. Wow, I get what you're saying. I think we're making two good sides of an argument here because. If you're not micing the actual amp though, and you're, the demo is for the amp. No, the demo, the amp was always just part of the, 
equation. It was like, I'm demoing this new pedal. And like to do that, we're using this amp. And they would like show it on the screen. Okay. But they the just never time, disclosed it was through a Kemper. It was they're using a Kemper instead. All right. That's a little, a little safer. Yeah. Oh, if it was first of all, if, yeah, if it was falsifying the actual amp itself when they were like, "This, we're going to sell you this amp now. Here's the demo for this amp," and then they actually just used the Kemper profile right. of that, I would be like, "Yo, that's that's a little weird." Yeah. But this, no, this is this is every, anytime they were demoing anything and using that amp, they were just going all right because they use that amp for everything. They were just going in into the Kemper. Is he the same guy that bought the Klon pedal? He well, no, he owns it and was selling it for like I don't half know, a half a million. <laughs> yeah. All right, just making sure. I yeah, got he, my... he does stuff now and again. No, and I, I have no, you know, no problem. It, I, I've never actually gotten to play one, but you know, the Kemper profile <laughs> sounds really good. Can and you it, download that profile? And so now, yeah, he did actually, and he makes it free. It's free. You can you can get you can buy there. He he does sell now like a whole Kemper pack of like his amps. Yeah, but. You can now get that amp for free as well, and also I think there's a Line Six Helix, uh, you know, patch that you can just like download to okay. the thing. That's pretty cool. Getting a little clumped over here, dude. You were talking going full Kemper for your next live sesh, dude. I've done so much fucking rabbit holing on that. Is it fun? <sighs> yeah, but it's also maddening because a lot of it is very expensive, like. Because I would have to get a new a power amp, right? You, know? you sent me a power amp the other day, and I was like, "All right, well, this is the the peak of like boring shit to look at." At like, least, no well, offense, it's a tube. It's a tube, it's a stereo tube power amp, which is the only reason I sent it. to But you. it was funny because yeah. I'm like, "Okay, well, this that's what I'm saying." But did you notice how? <laughs> did you know how expensive it was? It was not cheap. It was like thirteen ninety nine. That ain't ain't cheap. It's no. you know, it's the half. It's the the back half. Of your amp, right? It's the power section of an amp. So could you run the Kemper through that, through one of the cabs that you have? Exactly. You have buy a new cab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still want to hear this rig. Can we get an amp somewhere? What do you mean? Like, can we try this out? Well, that's that's exactly my point, is that, like, to get the stuff that I want to get. Yeah, there are ways that you can run a Kemper into just like the effects loop of an amp and then just use the power amp section from the amp itself. So we're basically just using like the Kemper as a preamp, but I kind of want to, I kind of want to use the full sound of the Kemper and just like make that louder. Right. You know? So yes, it's, I, I'm, I'm still very much exploring that path of least resistance, uh, using one of the freaking dozen amps including the, a very amazing both Zara used uh, last week. I know, um, I didn't bring this up last week. Where the fuck is the the V4? Oh, PT40? I keep forgetting to pick it up. Is it just chilling? It's waiting? still just chilling. Got to get that. Though. I know. Because that could be the amp. You got to bring that to practice. I don't want to carry that ever again. Dude, it's, you don't understand. Your car okay. is right there. You, okay, I'm telling you. You're going to come with me. <laughs> I know. It's 100 You'll pounds. See, it sucks yeah, it to sucks. move that thing. Dude, I, I need to get like, I need to get. A dolly, something, or, or just like casters on it. Could you mount caster? I mean, you might as well. I think I, we, I think we've even come to this conclusion previously on okay. the show. It's just, it's just so heavy. Oh my god, it's dude, you don't understand. It's even so to get heavy. it down the stairs, like going it sucks moving it. The handle yeah. sucks on it. But you got it fixed up. It's ready to go. I got it fixed up so it, I can put it in place and plug it in and never move it again. Oh. It's so heavy, dude. It would sound sweet though. It does sound sweet. Oh, what is something sweet that we can say that's not that yet? Well, we've got this. I didn't know. You know Heritage Guitars? 
Yes. The, the, they're made in the old Gibby factory. They kind of look like Gibson's. Kalamazoo. Yeah. Oh, they're, they look exactly like Gibson's in yeah. most ways. Uh, there has been, I didn't know this, dude. There was a, a legal case going on between them uh, where Heritage accused Gibson of threatening to take legal action regarding those similar looking body shapes that you mentioned. Uh, which I guess goes against some sort of agreement that they've had since 1991. In fact, there was a settlement uh, which set out the ways that Heritage continued to make certain styles of guitars after uh, Gibson had first accused them of infringement. For, that, for anyone that doesn't know, Heritage guitars are made, in again, in the old original Gibson factory where they made mm-hmm. all this stuff and much of the machinery and whatnot was, was left behind when they moved down there to Tennessee. So Kalamazoo factory, right? That's right. And... I have a, I got a couple, couple, two, three Kazoo guitars myself, and uh, Heritage has been making really cool guitars there from there for a long time. The yeah. headstock is, um, it's sort of more angled in. It's it's like a, it tapers know, a it little tapers bit. up going up towards the top, uh, right. but it's still you know you're still looking at a guitar made in that factory, no doubt about They're it. They're not cheap guitars. Here. No, not at all. They're I think in recent years they've sort of hovered around the similar to Gibson prices like they've been they were more expensive for a while but I don't know that they necessarily always are at this point because you know gotta compete it's always been funny to me the people who are like they do this with Fender too they gotta be like oh I hate Fender but then they'll buy like a guitar that's just like it like uh, some people hate like Fender basses, but they'll buy like a Sadowski. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, this is a Fender jazz. Bass. Everyone who isn't us <laughs> thinks like, that's. I just d- don't want yeah. the headstock. Like what? I don't want to support them. Okay. Um, but does Heritage? You know, I think they're on. Well, their own. so I, th- I guess it's again the the I think the the case has been dismissed. So everyone's everyone's over it now. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it's there's been some back and forth. Not sure who the good or the bad guy is in this one, but I, I guess it's it's just also it's it's strange to me that I didn't even know that this has been going on recently because I knew I, no I know about the thing from you know obviously Gibson's going to go after someone originally when they're like yeah we're going to make identical versions of your stuff right. from the factory that you used to make it in right. they're going to they're going to come after you so that I knew about that one but this was this was all new to me. Uh, I guess it, there was even more to it. The, the, the heritage had also added on some weird monopolistic stuff to um, whatever. I don't know. It's all over and done with. Everyone can go back to making cool guitars again. Uh, got a couple pieces of bummer news that we can just touch on real quick because Tom Verlaine from television passed away. One of the coolest, perhaps most underrated guitarists of the seventies. I would say uh, go listen to Marky moon, Marky moon. If you never have, uh, also, uh, Paul Gilbert, and I hate to, I, don't, I hope this doesn't sound crass, like doing one right after the other, but Paul Gilbert's cat, who like has been very present on his Instagram for anyone who's a Paul Gilbert fan, uh, unexpectedly passed away. And as someone who's recently had his cat pass away, I was pretty bummed out to I see that, that too. And uh, so rest in peace to Juliet. And uh, also uh, today, I don't know if you saw this, Dave, Ozzy Osbourne announced that he's not touring anymore. He was, but he was just about to go out on a tour that they had postponed from 2019, yeah. and he's like, "No, I unfortunately like, I've been rehabbing spinal surgery stuff since yeah. like 2019, and it's he doesn't just, need it's not a tour. Happening. Like, I don't think anyone's. I mean, obviously, people are disappointed. Well, that's the thing. The he had he had booked this whole tour, and he was to him, he was going out with Judas Priest, right? He was doing the whole thing, and then yeah, he. he but bailed. people who are like, "Hey, man, you know, you don't need to be touring. Like, yeah. it's fine. You're a have, legend. Have you ever this, gotten, been able to see Ozzy? No." No, I haven't. Um, 
No, have you gone to like Ozfest or any of those? I've been to an Ozfest where I saw. I guess he didn't have to perform at the end of those anymore. Like, no, I saw I saw a Sabbath reunion when I was like in high school or something. At one but of he those. was he was there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then, badass, dude. I think I even saw just like Ozzy at an Ozfest before too. I went to a couple of them that in the base in the parking lot of the world or whatever that's called down in Tinley Park these days. Oh yeah, the Globe. The globe. Oh, uh, what else do we got? Oh, um, we were talking about it before, and I've got to got to bring them up. Uh, I noticed that, and and others have as well that the already kind of expensive Epiphone Jobos, you know, his signature guitars, those have gone up in price. They the went markets up, going up. They went up a hundred bucks a pop to like thirteen ninety nine for, for brand the, new, brand new for the uh, the three thirty five. Yeah, wow. thirteen ninety nine, dude. It's just, or I don't know. Do they even call? Do they call it? Is an Epiphone three thirty five? Is that what it's called? I don't know. You would because they would, well because they would they've always had like weird different names. Where it'd be like the Sheridan or the Casino or you know they've kind of had like just had different names for stuff than Dude, like the three thirty and that three forty seven I sent you the other day. I I honestly yes. don't know if I've seen one of those in a long time. It's been a while. Yeah, I I remember I posted a beautiful one on the Gearbuds Instagram back when I was you did? in the CME days. Oh yeah, dude, it, those things are so cool. I mean, they're, so they're I like fancier three fifty fives, which apparently, and they have like a a more solid block in the middle or something like that. I don't. Think I was they reading the description. The block. I thought there was a bigger block in the middle. I don't know. Interesting. I didn't know that. But then the the main thing is they have the uh, the switch. Yeah, they've got the extra the extra switch on there. They've got different like ornamentation on the headstock. It looks like a little different. There's different tuners, I believe. There's and I think it might even. It's, I think. Because that was an '82, right? It was an '82. It 82? had those had like uh, micro tuners down on the tailpiece. Oh, really? As well, yeah. They're, and it was in the, into that shit in the Natch color, which I gotta say, I think that's the only the only I've seen a couple of those in person that I think I've only ever seen natural. I, I, I don't know how I feel about the Natch color in that in the, the vintage you know it's a certain vibe, but it's not the one. It's not one that I've I necessarily know I want to take home with me. I w- I remember actually being very close to falling in love and taking home the. One, that one that I put, mentioned posting on, on Instagram, but uh, was that a Natch? It was Natch, and I think, but I'm 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 still happy I waited around for the right three thirty. Yeah, gotta yeah, you got it, dude. You got to break that thing out. As you, I've got two two cool guitars sitting right behind you. Dude, you know playing. I'm slowly getting you to tune all your guitars to standard so I can play them. Dude, both of those are in fucking standard. <laughs> I know, right now. man. It's so. It's yeah. And that, I will... That's the only reason you encouraged me to get back with the robes. You're like, now nah, that now he's, that ding dong is gonna have to have standard guitars he's around. Standies all day. And I will I will say to our listeners from last week, uh, the guitar is playing great with the new strings. The LP, but Mandy doesn't like it. She she has concerns. I think it sounds. <laughs> I think it sounds fucking dark and badass. Oh, dude, dar. It's it's just it's about the what it makes you play. You it know? still has and you piano know what, like you know, tone. I'll tell you what. Fucking turn the treble knob up on your amp a little bit if it's too dark. That's what you, that's what's there for. This is America. You know what's funny? It's a Vox. I've been playing my uh, bass through the Vox a lot, so I probably you have, might have blown some shit. No, I probably have like the it dialed like all the treble down. Dude, you know what you got to do? Just crank that mother up to ten next time. Be like, oh yeah, I feel like it's it just like extra. There's makes a the bit hair more. on my leg stand up. Shing. Uh, how do we even get there from expensive Jobos? But uh, I don't even. Yeah, you're right. Inflation. That must be. It. But it's still fourteen hundred for an Epiphone is. Never for any and, and never gonna feel good. To does me. it feel weird that I'm like 
I could I could do like one of those new Mexi strats or new Mexi uh, fenders. Fourteen hundred. That's about what they're asking. Some of that stuff is, is that nice. what those cost now these days? Yeah, the gold foils. Remember we were talking about the gold foils. The gold foils. Oh here. yeah, that are already getting returns on the jazz base, right? On the yeah. forums. Yeah, one came with a dead pickup. Dead foil. Uh, one more thing here for the old. I believe it's just one more thing here for the old symphony. Yeah, I mean there are, these symphonies are beefy these, these days, but also, folks, well, I don't think we even mentioned we were so excited to dive in. This today is a freaking earlier different uh part of the week podcast than we would normally do so yep. uh content isn't exactly what it might be in a normal week here not a lot a ton of new gear to talk about but we, that's why i've been beefing up the symphony to be honest with you one more thing to talk about because i i had never heard of this brand before and i'm very curious if you've ever if you've ever come across them dave it is a pedal brand called demon effects got nothing Every single one of their pedals uh, on their website, which I found, I believe is just demoneffects.com. Maybe there's a hyphen in there. Is a clone of another pedal. But when I say clone, I don't just mean, I mean, there are clones of everything on the market at this point, right? All the circuits have been like basically stolen. But it's also a clone of the way that it looks from the outside. Like the aesthetics and design and... What are they? Who are they stealing from? <laughs> Talk. Uh, Keeley, Analog Man, Mad Professor, Origin Effects. They have basically the entire Dark Glass line on their site. And uh, wait, multiple Vertex. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Can I see these? Because I mean, it's on. Um, I mean, we could, we could, we could edit it out and just like go to one of our phones and look at it. I it's, would like to see it. You know, as a designer, I'm kind of like very interested in. I can look it up online. I got, I've already got it pulled up on my phone here. Actually, yeah, here. I just, you should just exp- you should just experience the website. This live. Yeah, go to check out their check out the website. Oh I, wait, are they? What is going on here? Reads read the read the who who are we thing. Oh, I clicked on the pedal supply power booster. Oh, dude, what? Which even the even that that pedal power supply that you just clicked on, that is also a direct clone, I believe. Of I want to say of the True Tone <laughs> Overdrive. For me. Yeah, look at the the Freeman, yeah, the Freedman. What? It's do it's direct. I know you're every single one. Is now, I could tell you what the pedal is it's, that it's cloning, I, and then I, even when you click on it, dude, when you click on it and go to that pedal's page. It'll tell you, like, here's the circuit. This is, we're cloning the Keeley workstation delay and reverb or whatever. Like, it tells you what it is, and then it shows you, like, the insides of it and, like, what it's cloning and all that stuff. Yeah, this is. And there, it's it's so brazen. The the clone is the obvious. Well, that that one's, that's the worst of all of them. That's because that one's super ugly, and they didn't even bother to make the, like. I know. Stupidest looking drawing, dude. Well, that that is the now, horsey man, but it's I have just, to ask. Yeah. I mean, so is this like a Chipson situation, or are these like? They're, it's Hong Kong. Are they cheap? Super cheap, dog. I'm kind of in, dude. You're in? No, I don't they're, think it's right. They're. I don't think it's right to steal shit, but I also buy Chicago Stompworks, which I think you know, they don't copy pedals like yeah. that. But they do like they're basically saying like we are a copy of this. Well, and and I think when you talk about someone like Chicago Stompworks, they're making freaking you know like I guess technically you can still buy 
a new Big Moth or like a new Maestro Fuzz, but they're making like clones of like very old vintage circuits. Right. Which actually makes these it cool. are yeah. it's like the Vertex Steel String Singer right. pedal that has like six knobs. They're directly yeah cloning that, you know, and and so that's like that's a that feels like a different thing. Like it's very modern, available for sale in twenty twenty three, brand new products. So are, are, being cloned are any of these sold. out yet? Oh yeah, it's, you have to buy them on AliExpress. I was like trying to oh, find them online. See, I've never bought anything on that. I don't think I ever ever have either. I don't want to give my credit card. But it's there's you can also find a brand called Riftone that I found okay. that seems to be like some sort of importer of them that you can find some of their pedals for sale on Amazon and stuff like that for a little bit more expensive there than I was seeing on AliExpress or Ali. I don't even know how you say it. Yeah, AliExpress. Because um, I've seen those things on Amazon like. What's the one pedal that's Donner that's really popular? I around? accidentally once bought a Donner mini EQ pedal. Hey, man. I literally, it was a one. For 20 one, bucks? The one, oh, that was exactly the, in, in one. It's the only time on Amazon I was looking at something that I went to just like add to my cart so I would remember to look at it later. And I accidentally clicked buy it now. And I was just like, fuck. And it, I just bought it. I have a compressor pedal from Amazon. It's a Joyoy. Joy, Joyo. Joyo. Joy it's silver. <laughs> it's actually my favorite sushi restaurant down the street. I swear to God, it's the same name. Is it really? Not kidding. Joy Sushi That's awesome. at uh, Milwaukee and um, Division. Anyways, I think, you know, there's always competition in the market. I mean, you got to be smart with what you buy. Can we hear... Can we hear the versions of these? Can we make them? I have not heard any of demo, any demos or right. what, whatnot of these things. I just found out about this brand. Apparently, it's been a thing that that cropped up over the last year that somehow we also didn't hear about. As the gearbuds, we didn't. Dude, there's the a, we, there's so much that we miss. Damn. It's so hard. Speaking of gear dicks, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it bums me out that it's. I mean, again, it, it's like the whole dark glass pedal line, right? Except for those new ones with the slidey butt things and whatnot yeah, on there, but those like are pretty hard all the like pedals, all the like dirt pedals and preamp pedals and stuff, you can just get like, and they're all like between thirty five and like sixty bucks from like the, for the examples Damn, that dude. I've seen. Yeah, I know it's it's such a it's such a weird thing. Yeah, and but so they're never going to sound the sa- the same or as good right. or anything. But again, if you're paying thirty five bucks, like for most people who might have been considering maybe getting the real thing, and then instead they're going to get thirty five, they're not going to care. They're like, oh fuck it, I'll just like get this cheaper version and be sort of happy i'm trying to look on the bright side of things on this and I'm, I'm trying to say like people who know like this isn't gonna sink you know that company right like people who know are gonna buy the real thing i hope so or but also you know you never and we talk about just people getting because we you saw the d- the designs and they're not like none of them look exactly right, right. so you know are people gonna be goofy enough to get fooled into buying the wrong yeah. ones and it's like like that or the, the like a, a fake one as right. if it's a real one i don't know i mean we deal with this a lot you know like uh fake rolexes and fake rollies and bentley hubcaps for days you know what for, you know what for days it is it's for dave's it's for Dave Docs when you look at me. I freaking Give me some Dave Docs. I want it in my ear hole. What do you got for us, Welcome buddy? to Dave's Docs. <laughs> Why are you welcoming us so formally? Are we about to have like a, a lesson in uh, the Queen's English? Welcome to Dave's Docs. 
Oh, David, doing his, his bit except for all of us. Today's dogs are do are do. Oh, that was a different one than usual, isn't it? Did we make fun of English accents more than It's anyone. my favorite one to do on it's the It's my only one I can do. That makes me feel okay. <laughs> so, this is weird. I've watched... So, when I Google Dave's Docs a lot of time... Not Dave's Docs, but like... Rock. When I just Google and type Dave's Docs into it... You guys, it. go ahead and Google <laughs> Dave's Docs. Hey, there, yeah, there, there will be results on, at GearbudsPodcast.com. Um... I will say this. This one comes up all the fucking time, and I've never watched it. What is it? Scott Walker, 30th Century Man. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? I do. I've never watched it, but I know but what you're know talking about. you know a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Dude. You watched it. I watched it. It's a 2006 documentary. It's yeah. available free on Pluto TV. You're, you're, you're all about that Pluto, dog. Well, there's there's free content on there. Are you, are you, are you a Pluto should be a planet no. weirdo? No, I don't sign my shit up at all. Oh, Pluto is a planet? <laughs> yeah, man. My ass is a planet. Everything's a planet. Fuck you. Oh, this is going to be good. Tell us about Scott Walker. I've never heard of this guy. I don't know what this is. Uh-huh. I love the 60s. I love, you know. Or is it like the uh, VH1 show? I love the 80s. Yeah, I'm sure they've done all, all this. Uh, they I would watch it a lot. I love, I love the 1860s. Remember pop-up video? Dude, we got to sample that through the Kemper, bro. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> Please leave that in. That was excellent. That should actually be. I've never intro. actually tried that before. That, that should funny. be the intro to the whole episode. There it is. Anyways, he was a pop singer in the 60s from Ohio. I thought he was a British guy. Ohio. No, he got taken in by the British. They liked him. I wish I got taken in by the British. Maybe if I keep doing our, if we keep doing our shitty accents, we'll it's get taken late. in by the Brits. You gotta, you had to have moved there when you're like 20. No, I think Madonna did it in like her 40s. She started, well, she had an accent like all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, my name's Madonna. <laughs> it's, I've always shouted like this. Oh, yes, maybe. Anyways, a lot of people love this guy. Okay, so he was a British. He was a pop singer. He was a pop singer. He wasn't British. He was from Ohio. And right, but I don't know why you keep coming back to the British thing. Because but, he got adopted by like everybody, like David Bowie. Okay, so so it was, it was later in the sixties then. Mm. What happened after the sixties? He just he just disappeared. Drinking and disappeared. And oh, like, really? Yeah, he basically like no, he made albums through the eighties, but nothing did good. Okay. Nothing, he had four albums in three years called Scott One, Two, Three, and Four. Literally. Have you listened? What does it sound like? What does any okay, of this stuff so sound like? Here's how I describe the music. It's very croony. Okay. Oh, okay. But it gets weird. It's like, like Roy Orbison symphonic croony? croony, like, but the first couple, yeah, kind of Roy Orbison y. I love Roy Orbison. Me too. Um, but it but then it just gets like so like Lou Reed, it's very cool, like and then he starts to go. All Did right. Did he do drugs? Was that? Was it? Did it sound like drugs? They didn't talk about it in the doc. Huh. But I'm like, this is has to be on drugs. Okay. Yeah, it was very weird. They had a big hit. Just called from Scott Walker. Was it? A, was so a band? he was in the Walker Brothers originally. Was he? Was it a brother band? No, and none of their last name was Walker. But he just went with. He just kept Walker. Yeah, from his then on. real name. <laughs> I forget it. His real name was Scott Engel. 
Really? Yeah. None of nobody in the Scott Walker brothers band or the Walker brothers band was named Walker. That would be an even better name, the Scott Walker, Scott Walker brothers. brothers yeah. Anyways, it was okay. Honestly, the doc was very boring. Why do you think it's, it always because it does? You're right. It always shows up in those lists. Why do you think it's it's on those lists? Here's why. Radiohead's in it. Oh, Radiohead. That immediately changed my white bread opinion. During OK Computer and they interviewed um, Johnny and Colin Greenwood. So 98-ish? It must, well, during OK Computer recording. Oh, know. during recording, so I guess 97 maybe. Yeah, whatever that was. They're on the couch like, oh yeah, we got uh, Scott Walker. Do you, this is, I'm going to start, what I'm going to start doing is subliminally just always mentioning... Um, stories about british stuff so that you just like have to do the accent because it's 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 genuinely my favorite i'm just waiting for it to be offensive so we can't do it until anymore. we get we get canceled <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would love to get canceled by you the guys entire did british too Isle. many british accents like fuck you i'm you broke british. you broke the you, i'm british <laughs> i've had a layover in heathrow once <laughs> i've been to amsterdam um i've well i spent some time in scotland but never never in the in anyways long story short radiohead said the song creep especially was influenced by scott walker interesting yeah he was very crooning like it was it's almost so then what happened is later in the 70s and 80s he started getting harder and harder to listen to <laughs> like his records were like he didn't like Love rhythm that. he didn't want melody <laughs> Oh, dude, dude! Who music with rhythm or melody in it? Check this out. He get, hired get Billy rid of harmony altogether. He hired Mark Knopfler and Billy Ocean to play on his records, and they okay. And Mark Mark Knopfler, there was an interview with him in the movie, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I started playing the melody that that I learned to come to the studio session, you know, because you learn it. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm playing the part. He goes, no, I don't want any melodies on this. And so, like, the new shit, if you listen to this record called Tilt. Tilt. You can edit that stupid <laughs> part out. He made a record called Tilt in 1995. That highly inspired Radiohead. But if you listen to it, you're like, this is not radio. It's terrible. Oh, like, man. Now so I can't bad. wait to hear it and see if it actually is as terrible as you're saying. Dude, we can put it on. Just I don't care like, how high you get. Just chill and just, just turn it up loud and tilt. But then it was one of those things. Did you ever see the um, the Big Star documentary? You know about the band Big Star. I do love the band Big Star. I don't think I've actually watched the documentary. They have a great doc. I think I did it once here, but maybe I'll do it again. Um, but the point is, the record came out. It bombed. And then like 20 or 30 years later, people are like, this is mm-hmm. the greatest thing I've ever heard. Right. That's kind of how this guy is you know they're like mm-hmm. it was the most amazing he was a true artist did he did he play any instruments or he was just a singer um that's a good question yeah i think he was just mostly a singer he would hire musicians to do other stuff but he knew how to write yeah he could arrange oh yeah he was an arranger and anyways he died in 2019 um oh, bummer sting was in it your favorite <laughs> sting was like oh yeah man he really spoke to me Fuck you, Sting. You didn't even do. Oh, of all the people you could do an accent, hey, Sting is mid. I love being the basement. Oh, this is Sting. <laughs> oh, really rocked it. <laughs> you started so strong on that one. It was one of your best. I said it was a meh documentary. Could have been better. Yeah. 2006 documentary, though. 
And what do we always say? The Tech new documentaries are always better. They're a little more exciting. If they redid it, it probably could have made it like a little more clear. Um, it was okay. I give it a five and a half out of ten. A five? A sf- I wanted to give it a five, but it was a five and a half. What uh, did are you? Good, are there are there any songs that like stuck with you or anything that you? So were there's one song they play on MeTV all the time. Oh, okay. From the Walker Brothers. You're such a MeTV guy. I love MeTV. I love oldies, dude. From the Walker Brothers. Is it a, so? It's a song I might have heard before. The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. Do you know how it goes? Not right now. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I could sing it. Though. I'm glad. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you know what you were doing right there. You're che- you're checking that off the list. All these Dave's Docs lists that you search Google for. They're not all going to be winners, dude. But also, if it's showing up enough times, you're, you're going to give it a shot. And I and I respect your you, willingness man. to explore, your open mind. Well, it's kind of like how we are with guitars, right? I'll play any guitar. If I'll it says Gibson or Fender on top of no, it. No, I'll play any little thing with strings on it. <laughs> I want a baklava. A balaclava? That too. A baklava is a That's dessert. A a balaclava it's a is, delicious the, is the like, thing you pull over your head so you don't get burned. Mm. All right, what's the other one? It's like a three-string thing with the... the it's like a triangle body and a F-hole. Oh, oh. Uh, ukulele. Come on, dude. Come on, I don't know what ukulele dog. is. Come on, dog. No, I don't want to talk about a b- bazooki. Uh, not a babushka. It's an instrument. A bowl. A bowl. Guy has one for sale on fucking <laughs> Craigslist right now. You know what I'm talking about. There's a bunch of different names of things that they're triangle like long, body. They, yeah, tr- with the long, wavy, weird headstock. Three and stuff. strings. Yeah. Totally. Dog. Good one. Good Dave's doc. Very <laughs> exploratory. Uh, thanks for watching Dave's docs. Thanks for having Dave's docs. <laughs> Dude, you sent me one though for next week that I'm. I'm gonna watch the shite out of that. Yeah. Future Gear Time. That was a great Irish accent. Oh, thank you. It was an accident. We've got. Let's see. Okay, we've got a couple pieces of gear. This is questionable if it's gear or not. And then we're gonna run through some. I guess we. What would this even be? Just like controversial gear thoughts to close out the sode. Courtesy also of JHS pedals, who, who we talked about before. Okay, so first is first. I forgot. Dan Lee sent me this last week, and I don't believe that I sent it to you. Okay. On Fender.com, should you desire, you can currently go buy a cheese board made out of, quote, Fender wood. It has... It just looks like a regular cheese board, but it also has something I've never seen before, which is this like weird cutting piece that's an aluminum bar that like you could cut the cheese directly built into the country. But uh, regardless, I was Wait, looking at Fe- I was looking at Fender dot com cheese board. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Wait, before we get too far into this. Are you talking about like a cutting board? <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, I haven't left like that in a minute. That, dude, Rewind. you got me. 
Please you rewind. got you. I just broke Dave. <laughs> Look at your face when you realize what was going on because you were like a, a like a solid ten seconds behind for like I was watching you see what I was saying, and then you're like you're like wait. <laughs> yeah, I I'd let you run with it for a second. What the hell is a cheese? According board? to Fender and their website, you will dazzle your guests with the new stylish Fender cheese board. What? It's custom made out of Fender Alder and mahogany guitar wood. Which what is guitar wood? That's just wood. What's a cheese board? It's a thing where you lay down your gouda. It's a cutting board. It's a cutting board. Okay, but it, thank but you, you. It's also like a, a a cutting board is like something you chop 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 in the block. kitchen. And, and this a cheese board you might cut on it, but also you're gonna you're gonna serve on the cheese. Oh, board. Oh, like a charcuterie board. A charcuterie. It is not dishwasher safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good. I think that's good. Uh, it's uh, hold on. Can food, I see this it is thing? food safe. You keep asking to see everything this episode. I'm not a I'm not a one man iPad band over here. But here's what's important. It is so fucking tiny. It is. I was looking. The length is ten point eight seven five inches by six inches. Oh, it's six inches. What are you gonna do with that? That's what makes it a cheese board, not a. A real butcher's but bar. it has a, this like bar built in that with w- which one can cut the cheese does the bar hold the cheese while you cut it i think it's sort of like you know i, I, I didn't there were no demo videos but the you know, how does it remember, sound you remember those cut those pa- paper cutters that we had in grade school that were like way too dangerous to be in every single fucking third grade classroom where they yep. were like finger cutting big machines handle. Like in the faculty when they rip it off and they turn it into a sword and they cut the king. That's a good call. I don't remember that movie in slightly, but I need to watch it. Uh, dude, it's one of those. It's it, it kind of operates sort. I think is how the cheese cutter device operates. Sort maybe like sort of that. So it's a sure. it's a cutting board. <laughs> yep. Okay. Not dishwasher safe. What are we talking about what, price here? I want you friend. to tell me. Ten by six. Ten freaking by uh, maybe a, nearly eleven by six. Come on, dude. I'm not paying more than nineteen ninety nine. Oh, well. If you want that slab of that Fender Alder, tone oh, they're using wood, vintage Alder. I forgot. It's freaking yeah. It's cryogenically treated. It's torrified. Actually, you know what it is? It's it's uh, the, the an extra fifty thousand year. It's a cutoff fifty thousand year old from last book. The the sinker, Mastodon sinker tusk. Uh, no, dude, it's uh, it's just regular old fucking alder. You said nineteen ninety nine. I didn't even need you to bust your wallet out a couple two three more times because it's actually fifty nine bucks. Out, <laughs> Dave's out. Out. That's crazy. Dave's out. I can't cut cheese on something else. You can do that in your pants. Cut cheese in my in my butt. Anywho, okay. Two quick things to touch on. One, I just wanted to mention that at at CES this year, it's not a real thing that you can buy, but Roland had this booth with a futuristic looking piano in it, and it was it was you know you play it still like a regular piano, but the the enclosure that it was in was all like crazy swoopy looking and whatnot, and it had two speakers the speakers dave were drones they had freaking drone speakers so they were moving for, speakers they were sort of like hovering up above behind the piano player. what were the specs on the speakers do you got them 
I didn't, dude. I didn't see. I didn't see any specs on what the do speaks. Think? I don't know if they were twelves. I don't. You know, I'm not really sure. I bet. I think it was honestly more of like a, a couple, a couple two tree things in there. You know, maybe a little array in each one. Maybe some tweeters and whatnot. Oh, you gotta have tweeters. Uh, but I've never seen. I've never seen flying speakers before. Me either. So that was um, that was interesting. My first question is comes to logistics. I'm like, hey, so the, uh, what the kind of woofer you got down in well, there? Like, were the drones going? That was my first thought too. Yeah, but no, they've got this thing, these things quiet enough where it can overpower it. Because otherwise, you're right. Those most a lot of drones are just loud as fuck. Dude. Loud as loud as all the fucks. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Would you play a guitar through a flying speaker? Fucking, of course, I would fly and play guitar, and some sort of like well, flying. Uh, what's the guy's the bad guy's name in Spider Man played by uh, James Franco? His, his dad. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, movie. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. He was Dr. Octopus. Green right? Hornet, I think. Yeah, Green something. Dr. Green Octopus. Hornet. No, Dr. Octopus is in a different one, played by Alfred Molina. Molina. Dr. Octopus is my favorite bad guy ever. What about let's explore that, David. Why why is your favorite bad guy? I ever? had his action figure when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a and it's a cool action figure with those freaking Tentacle Octopus, tendrils. but he only ever had four. He was a bug. He wasn't an octopus. Unless they counted his legs. His arms and legs, I guess, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. All right. Okay, uh, there was that. One more <laughs> New Gear thing, and then we're going to get into some controversy, and then we're going to wrap up this beef town. Uh, I, we haven't talked about this, and I've wanted to for a long time. There exists in the world a tube-powered pickup. I'm listening. Because you know about this, because we've talked about the bass version of this. There's also a guitar version that goes back to, I want to say 2019 back in 2019, they announced the valve bucker is what they called this company called. I don't know how to say it. R U O K A N G A S. It's all one word. Real, real Real Kings. They've now announced. They've also recently announced now this valve bucker Mark two that improves on a lot of the features of this original. You might be asking yourself, what is a tube powered Pick up. And why should I want one? Oh, I don't I don't know if I have the answer to either of those questions, Dave. <laughs> uh, it's it's I don't I don't I don't understand it. So basically you it's this like super proprietary thing where it's only it has to be like built in specially into the guitar, you know. It's not like you can just like put a tube bucker or a valve bucker in and just like hog out Lester. Like, right. Yeah. Every unit's handmade and fine tuned in, in Finland, I should add. So the it includes a magnetic pickup capsule, and then it's matched to a tube-powered preamp circuit, and the guitar has to be plugged into this tube box on the floor at all okay. times for this pickup to work. Sure. And uh, it's a one-pickup system, but it, it, they say that it offers a variety of sounds. Um, it's only available on guitars made by this company. I already, I already mentioned that. And uh, so it has to be a custom order from this Ruo Congas brand. And uh, it comes with a 10-foot cable, the 12-foot power supply, and then the floor unit, which allows you to integrate it with the rest of your gear. Because, again, it's like this like special circuitry thing. So I don't even know what the actual guitars cost. Because, oh, they also, By the way, you sent it to me a while ago because they make a bass version, too. Uh, they introduced it um, not that long ago. Hmm. Where they make a bass that has a tube pickup. Hmm. It's still magnet in the body, but it's got this like special tube circuitry that's connected to on the ground. What would you guess 
this concept is just as an add-on to get because they sell the regular guitar and bass just to get the tube tube version what are you guessing 400 bucks You're feeling a little stingy today, I've noticed, Dave, because uh, yeah, it's actually yeah. $2,200. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, then I'm feeling extra stingy because I'm not going to pay that That's either. a lot of money to have. Again, I'm like, I listen to it, and it sounds cool, and you can make it do a lot of different sounding sort of. It's not because it is only one pickup, but you can right. it can do a variety of tones that one might want. But from a more logistical standpoint, we've talked about uh, tube pedals on here. Tubes before. on the floor, dog. And it's not like it... For what it does, it's not worth it. It's not where I want them to be. I, yeah, uh, I'm glad it, it exists. Of course, because we always have to push the limits, especially with 1940s era technology. Keep those radio tubes going, dude. We are the people that are doing that. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool <laughs> because uh, we've got the. Uh, I can see it in just in my line of sight right now. Three things that are powered by weird little glass tubes. Yeah, and uh, so I'm. I'm. I mean. I mean. Do, so we want to be on. You know, we want. Do I want like tube? Do I want tube drums? Next, oh, we've got tube mics, bro. Hold on, tube drums. Did you just say tube drums? So tube tube drums. Make it happen. No, you won't really use tube mics for drums, would you? I I always always used to use that warm audio one on the on the kit. It's real nice. It's is it an overhead? Just sort of like out in front is like a full picture of everything, especially pointed at the kick. Sounds nice. really nice. Last thing we're gonna do here before we wrap up this steamboat of love is go through this list of. I'm just gonna read through this list of. I guess they're just like meme cliches or just like starting flame wars uh is the jhs the jhs post i think it was also just to like get some conversation yeah stir some shit so so let's i'm gonna go through this list i want your reactions sure and i want yours too if you find a bad pedal you aren't using it right kind of agree with that one yeah he's not wrong 95 percent of the time i can get a cool sound out of a pedal yeah six knobs is too many knobs i like that one I hate, but but that's just how dumb I am. You're a ba- like, you're a bass boy, even though it's ironically bass players' bases usually have more knobs than no, guitar players. I don't fuck guitars. with bass players that play like a lot of knobs. Get out of here, stack stack, dude. You're fucking stackies. That's four knobs. That's a lot of knobs. Four is my max. Four is your max. Uh, the clon is awesome, but it's just a pedal. Got to agree with that, yeah. right? Metal zones are amazing. I don't really. I've Where owned, are you at? I've, oh, owned, yeah. I've owned two metal zones throughout my life, and neither of them sounded all that good. I would say this, man. If they were amazing, you would have one still. You'd be like, this is the metal zone I got. I use the heavy metal, which is the like early, the precursor circuit to that, the like, sound of Swedish metal or whatever. So they're very close. The thing about the thing about those pedals that I will say about the metal zone is actually, and, and so the, my favorite sound I've ever gotten was a bass with that it really does, it gets like weird synthy sounds but um the thing with the metal zone on guitar is that it does i've never been able to make it sound good into a clean amp but i've been able to make like a already crunchy sort of metally sounding amp sound a little cooler with that with a metal zone so that's that so you would say that they are pretty awesome mm, they're fine they're not bad they're they're just misunderstood boutique doesn't equal better yeah that's obvious yeah, I mean the word is just cliche. Anyways. Yeah, boutique isn't really a thing anymore. Cheap isn't a qualifier for crappy. Mm, that's some, kind of the same. That's the same thought. Yeah, 
If it sounds good, it is good. Yep. Yeah, 100%. True bypass is usually the worst bypass. I don't know if I agree with that one. I feel like you can elaborate on this one a little bit. It's not always necessary, but I don't think that it's usually the worst bypass. You just, if you're having a pedal board with a number of pedals on it, probably want a buffer maybe at the beginning and the end. And but then you wouldn't buy, true you wouldn't bypass not buy a pedal if it was true bypass. No, true bypass has been a selling point for pedals for a long time. I agree now. with that. Yeah. But you wouldn't not buy if you're if it has a good buffer saying. on it, then no. It's also I, I use a switcher, so that doesn't yeah. really matter that much for me. Anyways. Also fuzz first. Uh, germanium is not better than silicon. Yeah. This is an interesting one. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's it's not. They're different. They Leave sound, they totally sound different. Oh, yeah. I have the same pedal with the same. Yeah. And I also have other pedals where you can literally switch back and forth between them. And it's they just, they just do different things. But he uses the word better and good and stuff like that. So Dude, like, you know what's funny that actually I forgot to mention before this? I, I think I'm going to try swapping the silicon for the because I've got the germanium karma suture on my board right now for robes i think i'm gonna put the silicone on there one in one out dude i'm gonna do that try it i, I was I was, I was meaning to do that uh there are no magic op amps or transistors yeah i mean that kind of even goes back to the clon thing too like that's a that's a big part of that circuit he supposedly uses these like magic unobtainium diodes and yada yada go back to paper caps dude paper and oil baby uh, uh what was that company something gibson or, or no no it was uh <laughs> oh, yeah 90d or something like that yeah 92 uh, 7 fm bumblebee uh okay let's see <laughs> circuit design is more important than components of course <laughs> the doors are not a good band okay all right dude all right let's pump the brakes a little there i would i would i will always always concede that Jim Morrison's highly overrated and kind of a buffoon. Fair. But, but the Doors, they wrote some great songs. If you don't think Rayman Zerk's one of the greatest musicians. Oh, that that combination of the three of those guys. Who could play a B three ever like that guy? Scrim Scram in his way around town. I think Robbie Krieger. I mean, partially the reason I played the guitar that I did for a long time that's sitting behind you right now is Robbie Krieger. So yeah, you can get that. Okay. Creed influenced more guitar players than you have. Yeah, of course. Uh, vintage typically means broken. Hmm. I don't like this one. Do I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's. I have a big problem with this. That's. that's and a I weird know what one. he's trying to say. He's trying to say the word vintage is overrated, or used because it's like which a, I a, agree. It's cool and old and like you should want this. Or and VTG, yeah, VTG. Yeah, it's like it's way overused. But dude, take care of your shit. Nobody's buying broken guitars. Get the fuck out of here. Except for me, two, two weeks ago. Me always. There is no dumble sound. Yeah, I want to hear you chime in on this one. Yeah, well, that we've talked about this a, num- a number of times in the past. That there are. I mean, he made makes amps, but the amp they're always tuned to the person that is who who he's making it for. for Did he elaborate on that one? Too, no, by the way, there's no there's been there's no elaboration whatsoever on any of these, mm. which is sort of the point too. It's just like I'm gonna start to start a fire. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There is there there's there's what people when people say the dumbbell sound they mean sort of like a sustainy, clean, compressed, right. you know, liquidy kind of sound. But that's yeah, that that is more a little bit more of a creation after the fact than like because most people haven't even. I I've, I'm I'm very lucky that I got to play a double double right. amp once, and like most people can't even say that that have been playing guitar their whole life. So it's no no one really knows what that means. Well, and also like you got to play it in a, a closed setting. Like it wasn't like you lived with it for a year and you really got to experience. I had an it. afternoon with it. Right, that was it. Um, my point being, like, 
with that all being said, would you pay a Lamborghini's worth for a Dumble when you could just get a guitar? Well, you used to be able to get a Lamborghini for what a Dumble costs now, but now Lamborghinis are like three Dumbles. A used Ferrari. Uh, My point is like 100 grand or whatever you're talking. Yeah. Mm. For an amp, that's insane. That's the thing, though. It's like it's, but because it's, but if I'm thinking about it in the category of that or use Ferrari, well, they're you know both of those are just like total expendable income pieces of shit. <laughs> All right, Porsche boy, you can take your 911, shove it up your your bunghole. See you at the finish line <laughs> when I'm already there waiting for you. And I I don't know. Yeah, I would. I mean, the one that I played was a special freaking amp, and it sounded amazing, and it was probably the coolest amp I've yeah. ever played, but. You know that again, like was it that cool? No, not nothing is that cool. Good mm, goop is funny. That's a good one. Yeah, all was sound the same. I disagree with that one. That's not true. All right, because I def the the one that I just got has two different inductors in it, and you can there's a huge difference between them. All was sound the same. Yeah. Waka 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 waka. We buy stuff by aesthetic appeal far more than how it sounds. I think that's kind of true. I think it's part of it. I don't know if it's far more again. I do. You th- you think so? I like good looking shit. Well, yeah, that's going to make you want to like it more, but ultimately. But if it's a good deal, it's a good deal. It, a deal's a deal. Yeah. Panera Bread is just higher in hospital food. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't really eat that shit. And yeah. In-N-Out fries are the worst fries on earth. Can't I, really I don't, I don't really. I, I think In-N-Out in general is overrated. I'm just going to put that out there. I've had it probably like a dozen times in my life, and every time I'm just like, it's okay. I've never had it. So it's I fine. Can't, can't come. Uh, have a great day. Don't share this. Is the last part. I would comment on that. We did share it. We did share. No, that, that was kind of funny. So that was a couple weeks ago. I thought that was a cool little. That was a good tag for the yeah. show right there. I, yeah. I'm really glad that you you sent me that. And then we I thought of it and I was like, oh yeah, I've got. I, I was gonna ask you if you could send it again. I was like, wait, I bet it's just like because on iPhone you can easily oh, yeah. just see like images or whatever. Right through the thing. So I just I just opened the image folder in there. It was there it was right there. And there was that episode that we just there was powered right there. our way through, man. Uh, it was. It felt beefy. It might not have been. I mean, we've been doing almost hour and a half or plus recently that I've got to chop down. So I don't think we're quite I that mean, far. But when we hang out once a week, it's like we gotta really we get, get it in. in there, dude. Even on even and literally, there was no. I talked about a fucking cheese board in future gear. Like there was no new <laughs> gear that came out, but we still found a way to ding dong our way through this. I can't wait. Can't wait to get back with you. I'm excited that you get to go have a nice weekend away. Yes, thank you for accommodating. Always earlier night this week. Love doing the show, buddy. Hanging out with you. I love you. you too, man. And I uh, love you all for listening to this and hanging out with us and getting us in your earballs. And uh, if you did make it all the way to this end of this episode, why don't you go make some music? <laughs>